episode number five of the Fredcast podcast, a podcast devoted to SUNY Fredonia's past, present, and future. I'm your host, Miranda Shalansky. Today's student host is Alyssa Stevens. Alyssa is an alumni of Fredonia with a BA in music education. She's also currently a grad student studying um, for her master's in music education. We're so excited to have you today, Alyssa. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Now, Alyssa, you also happen to be um, a hall director, a graduate assistant hall director um, for Residence Life, and you, mas- you manage Casling Hall, which is one of our freshman halls. And I thought you would be the perfect person to help me interview today's guest, which is Aaron Maraschka, the director of New Student and Transition Programs here at Fredonia. Aaron helps with new students and their families transitioning to the Big Blue Fredonia family and helps finalize their enrollment. Um, she's also a proud Fredonia alum um, from the class of ni- um, 1997 and a mom of two college students. So she lives and breeds, breeds college life. We're so excited to have you with us today, Erin. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be with everyone today. Can you tell us a little bit about what new students can expect coming to Fredonia? Totally. That it's awesome, but you're going to be scared. Like, I get that. <laughs> like, it's so human, right? Um, like, you're so eager to be here, or you're not quite sure. Like, maybe this was a last-minute decision for you. But first, we're going to give you lots of information. So if you're just generally paying attention, there's lots of opportunity to jump in and just be who you are. You are going to find friends. Uh, You will um, either decide you love or not so much love your major, and that's okay, right? Um, But we're going to give you lots of opportunities to get in. So like in education, what's so awesome and Fredonia is known for it is that we get you in the classroom right right away. Like you either know or don't know um, until you step into those shoes if you're feeling like that's a space that's comfortable for me. Students at Fredonia change their majors like on average two times and still graduate. So I want everyone to come in and be like, just breathe, like come in and with eyes wide open, uh, be curious about college life, about Fredonia, about the opportunities, and be ready to feel a bit like kindergarten again, but in a really, really good way. You know, practice making friends. Um, Try foods that you haven't tried before. We're going to have those opportunities here. And be rest assured that it's a really comfortable size. It's not too small. Every day you'll recognize someone you know and you won't recognize someone. So that's what's really cool, that there's an opportunity to meet someone new every day over your four years. And it's really reasonable and highly expected for you to be able to graduate in four years. As long as you're being mindful about being a good student as best as you can be and seeking support if something goes wrong and something always goes slightly wrong. And (laughs) that's okay. Like you need to know that. We want you to start to feel as connected as possible as early on so you feel comfortable and asking for that help when you need it. And it's different for everyone on a very different timetable. I think it's so great that you brought up like that changing your name, your major can be normal. I think I changed my major like three or four times and I was still able to graduate on time. And I have a lot of really cool experiences because of it. Um, I think it can be really anxiety provoking to think about, oh my goodness, I'm going to change my major. Like I, you know, just the, the, right. the fear of the unknown. But I, I do think that's really a normal piece of transitioning through college and figuring out what you want to do for the rest of your life. So I do, I'm really grateful that you brought that up because I think 
students really struggle with that um, is that that fear of having to change your major and it's really it's more normal than people realize at the same time there's some people and maybe Alyssa this was you because I find this with like music students sometimes and my sister's a teacher and she came to Fredonia as a teacher and she knew from like five years old on she was going to be a teacher and it's okay <laughs> to totally own it like Absolutely. if you know that's what you are in for as long as it always still feels right it might be hard that's okay right but if it still feels like yes this is my end goal I can see that or I can see where the skills from this major as my experience could be transferable to other things that I'm now noticing then then the path is cool to continue on but if it feels dramatically different or you're really not satisfied or you finding like you're disengaging because you really don't like it that's not helpful to anyone for sure I um I knew I wanted to be I just like your sister I knew I wanted to be a teacher from a young age and what I loved about Fredonia coming from so far away my home is about eight hours away when I visited the campus I just had this feeling of warmth and, and hominess and what you said about the size of the campus as someone you know as a hall director here all of the residence halls are within 10 minutes of walking distance to each academic building and even our um, transfer students who might look into um, off-campus housing we have a ton of options around the campus um, whether it's close or if you want to be a little bit farther away um, but being in a major because our school is known for so many so many fields were so great and the School of Music really attracted me to Fredonia and they allowed me to really challenge myself as an educator and a musician but I learned so much about other majors um, because the School of Music although it's so um, you know most of our classes are in that building because that's our focus I was able to meet so many people of other majors and I saw people within my own um, say hey I really love music but I really am interested in, in the business or um, music industry or biology in the awesome science building we have here so it really offers a ton of opportunity for those students coming onto campus what advice do you have for incoming first-year students or transfer students first and foremost is um, set some realistic expectations right uh, so I I always say to incoming students like know you're gonna be here a semester like know you're going to be here a year like don't just say oh i'm going to try it and if i'm not happy i'm just gonna go like set yourself up some really achievable things okay i'm gonna start one semester at a time and i'm gonna um focus on really getting to meet people this semester or uh, i really want my goal is to meet five people in my hall this year give yourself wins reward yourself. Um, college is all about practice. This is practicing to be an adult. This is practicing to be a professional. Uh, this is practicing being a good person, practicing who you are, how you like your eggs, well, how you like your pizza, huge question around here, <laughs> right? How you like your chicken wings, like, you know, all those things about you and, and know that. So set yourself some realistic expectations because what I think right now, like my advice has changed over time, and I think certainly with media, what's happening on Instagram isn't necessarily a true representation of what your friend's experience is, right? And it's not always greener on the other side, um, that it's gonna be normal that you miss one another, but things are gonna happen at a different pace for each person coming to campus. So if you set yourself with some realistic expectations um, and breathe 
and be willing to ask for help, you're gonna be hugely successful. A big learning lesson is getting over the tough stuff, right? And so college is like the perfect research opportunity to do that, to practice this tough stuff before it's instilled in a safe space. There's lots of supports here. So um, college transition's funny. I know students who like fly through the first semester and like, this is awesome, this rock, da da da. And then all of a sudden their spring semester, maybe they're having a change of heart about major or maybe the roommate that they really liked wasn't coming back for the spring semester, right? And that can always cause some anxiety. But remember, not everything is permanent. Uh, so be, be realistic in your expectations, but, but know that you're strong. You can do a lot of what's going to happen um, and, and do it well. I, I really appreciate that you talked about setting achievable wins and, and kind of like realistic expectations. I think so often students kind of rush into college and they fill their schedule with some intense classes and it, it, they get they they get frustrated and they don't get to enjoy the experience so I think having like reasonable boundaries and expectations of like I really want to focus on meeting new friends this year or I really just want to focus on like taking classes that I can do well in and devote my energy to fully mm -hmm. um, I think is just so important to, to especially like a first year experience because classes here are going to be different than they were in high school. Um, and so really being able to like come and focus your energy on positive and, and good direction is I think so huge. And now we've been doing this whole spring summer adjusted learning for distance learning. And I know that jumpstart is usually in person and we have lots of new student programming that in the spring we weren't really able to do. Um, can you tell us a little bit about some of the changes that are coming for new students that maybe doing Jumpstart Online or really kind of experiencing the campus through these adjustments that we've had to make? Totally. So first and foremost, I missed all of you because you're not forced to meet me right now. <laughs> so, um, but that we're remedying that, like um, definitely getting there. So what's really exciting is that I love how interested students still are. So while we've had to change a lot of our like go big blue day to a virtual experience, or I'm hosting like next steps workshops, we have touched like 50% more students because we're now so much online than we were when you had to come in person. I'm so excited that we're getting good information out to all of you so you can take your next steps and feel confident in those. And if you don't know, there's pretty much been a Fred chat uh, for a Fred talk by almost every department on campus. So if you're students out there and you haven't checked that out yet, all the recordings are available. So I really encourage you to, to hop in and take a listen um, to your department major and, and see the questions uh, your fellow peers are posing because most likely you have those questions too. And so, those can be found on the Fredonia page? I believe on the admissions page. I think okay. it's under like the visit area still. Um, so oh, yeah, I see all the virtual out. stuff on yeah. there. Okay, awesome. So um, definitely check that out. So that's a do on your own time. Take a couple notes. You can email me at any time. And my last name's really confusing. So please just mm -hmm. email me at orientation at fredonia.edu. Um, so it will come directly to me at any time. But uh, let me tell you about what happens next. So after a student deposits, um, we would encourage them to take a whole bunch of 
like little steps on a checklist and then come to jumpstart and kind of review that checklist with us and take your photo for your Fred card and meet with an academic advisor to finalize your course schedule. So if you are a new student hopping on, spoiler is that we pre-build your fall semester schedule, even if you're a transfer student. Uh, so what we do for that is that we take a look at your transcript, wherever you're coming from, high school or college, and we take a look at something we've asked you to complete called the course interest survey. Uh, that's in the Your Connection link. And then uh, we take into consideration what you need to graduate for the major that you're incoming for, right? And so these team of super advisors, they're like super users, super <laughs> awesome, um, go in and with their you know, powers that be, put together a preliminary schedule for you. And then we shoot that out to you and then you have conversation back and forth. Because we found that when we say, okay, tell us what you wanna take, it's like, overwhelming right yeah <laughs> I don't know I don't know I kind of want this or I kind of want that I'm not quite sure right so that's still going to happen and that's why I want to reassure everyone that that process really isn't changing too much but what we've created is that the jumpstart workshops that you would typically go through we've kind of broken them down into some mini lessons and we're putting them online in something we call OnCourse at Fredonia. So if you've been at your high school and that's used like Blackboard, um, it's something similar. So our faculty and staff use OnCourse to manage their course content, their syllabi, um, sometimes there's quizzes, videos, information like that. So you're gonna be automatically uploaded into it and then you complete the few lessons and they're going to teach you how to view your schedule right really important how to know if you're on track or not how do i find out if i've completed all my financial aid requirements all those things like how to like how to do all these little things as a student that we would teach you in person we're going to teach you online um, so hopefully many of you have had a bit of that experience with the distance learning already that's taken place so it shouldn't feel too foreign and I promise you it's not too complicated but once you complete that piece then you'll be able to hook up with an advisor um, through text or phone or um, video chat uh, and be able to review that course schedule and lock it in um, the other cool thing is you're going to be able to upload a photo this time um, for your Fred card um, and then you can pick it up in person. So you'll still be able to get that done. You're still gonna be able to uh, connect uh, with other students because we're providing each incoming student with a transition mentor. So these upper class students um, and great leaders from all different majors are gonna be like your personal coach through the summer. So you know you can connect with them. They're gonna see how things are going in your mini class and check in and be like, hey, do you need help with this? Do you have some questions? Um, they're gonna have regular virtual hours that you can just drop in and say, hey, oh, this person is a biology major. I have a couple questions about that. Um, we're also gonna offer a whole bunch of these web sessions because so many of you have been involved in them um, to answer things like, if you're a music major, here's some things you might wanna know. If you're um, going to be in the FOP program, here's some things you might wanna know. Um, or honors, different things like that. So um, we'll still be able to provide you with some personal information. Um, you'll have 
a coach, um, your transition mentor, so you can get some good one-on-one, -on -one, and they'll help introduce you to other people in your group. And uh, then we will also be able to complete your course schedule. So while it's not quite um, as face-to-face, -face, it still is really connected. And I want all students to know that. Like, there are tons of people here to help answer any of your questions this summer that you may have. And that includes students. So um, please don't be afraid to ask. Uh, now's the time to do it and anytime through that process. And as we get closer to August, then hopefully we're going to have more virtual events and I'm sending you all out a special welcome packet. Spoiler alert, a t-shirt's coming your way, so check it out. Oh. Um, and we want you to be able to wear it and know what all those steps are that you need to get accomplished. So that will be, you'll get that about, um, early to mid-June. So we're really excited to send that out. We want to see you post it and wear it, hashtag FredBound, um, and really start to connect with us because Fredonia is your family. Um, and we want you to know that and experience that right away. Wow. I have to say the um, student coaches sounds just so cool. I, I think that um, kudos to your office and your team and you for, for such a great transition to distance learning and being able to provide all of the similar opportunities that they would uh, students would get during these summer sessions. I, I think that that sounds incredible. Thanks. I'm hoping that they're going to have some really great conversations and some fun times with what would normally be a jumpstart leader um, and people in their in their group, you know, group ones or group fours. So um, we think it's only fair that they have the same experience and and hopefully we're going to execute that really well for them. Awesome. And social media is, I think Fredonia does a great job with social media um, within the residence halls, the um, offices on campus, like Campus Life, Res Life. Um, we've been really trying to use social media for student outreach and such. So it's really cool to see all of our incoming students posting pictures of how excited they are. You know what? There's so much Instagram out there now. I'm going to throw a possible pod, future podcast idea like, what should I be following? <laughs> I know oh, absolutely. Um, so what should I follow? Because I know ResLife does a ton of great stuff, but it seems like everyone's kind of got their own beyond just like a general Fredonia one. So for new incoming students, I'm trying to like build a list myself. Like you might want to follow this if this um, kind of thing. Absolutely. Because every, every department seems to have like their own way that they, they social media. And so really getting an opportunity to get students connected with all of them, for sure. Great, um, so thank you for giving your contact information for all the students listening. Um, what are some questions that you are asked most in your position by, by new students, um, transfer students, or students on campus in general? Sure, I think, you know, it's varied. Certainly, if you're a new student living on campus, the number one question is, what happens if I don't like my roommate? Um, so since we're a residential campus, I understand why that's so important. Mm -hmm. And for many others, like this might be the first time that they're sharing like a living space with someone. And, and I know that can be like really over that thought of that is like really overwhelming, you know, and that can be really all consuming. Um, so I, I totally get it for transfer students. Transfer students could be anyone who spent one semester at like a community college, you know, maybe they've only taken like nine credit hours um, to someone who's returning back um, from 
a previous career, you know, coming back to school and, and restarting because maybe they didn't finish a degree. So one thing that they typically have in common is like, am I going to be okay here? Like, am I going to find people here? Am I going to feel connected to others? And, and can I get it done? Like in a certain amount of time, transfers come in often because they've kind of set the path now um, more so than most. Like I know what I want to do now. Now, how do I do it? Like they're eager and ready to go get that information. Whereas sometimes a first year student is more exploratory. So it's um, really dependent if, if they're going to be living on campus, then it's definitely the what happens if I don't get along with my roommate um, piece. And if and beyond that, I think most are generally like, is it hard to make friends here? It, you know, um, or a funny one is always like, um, can I have my car on campus? So that's, you know, or I've also had, how far away is the mall? That's pretty common. <laughs> that's important, um, yeah. A pretty you common thing. Right. Um, so if you're coming from quite a ways away, like Alyssa, like someone like you, right? Like this is definitely could be a, a challenge in like, how do I get there? Like, how quick is this? Um, how far is that from here? So um, definitely getting familiar with the area. Fredonia isn't necessarily super well known on the United States map. Um, so try or within New York State, um, trying to be a little bit confusing where we are sometimes. So trying to reassure students that there's lots of opportunities between Buffalo and Erie and that there's transportation. There's a TJ Maxx, you know, we have a Walmart, it's, it's going to be good um, that that there's opportunities to do things. For sure. I also think Fredonia's community itself, as well as the Dunkirk community, there's so many things that happen and our, our little downtown area is a very nice walk from campus. I think only about 10 minutes um, with some local restaurants and, and shops and uh, gluten-free and vegan bakery. Um, so when I was visiting here, I was very nervous. Um, how the outside would look because I didn't have a car in my undergrad. Um, thankfully, we have a great shuttle bus system as well as making friends who have cars kind of like, hey, my name's Alyssa. Do you have a car? You should be friends. <laughs> <laughs> great opening line. That's a great <laughs> opening line. <laughs> and within the residence halls, like, you know, what you said about how daunting it could, it could seem to have a roommate, possibly being your first time sharing a living space with a, another person. Um, you know, we have teams of RAs and RDs, um, and we all, all the offices on campus work well together to communicate and try to create the best living situation and campus, you know, environment for you all who are looking to come here. Absolutely. There's all kinds of new restaurants opening up downtown, too. I don't know if you guys have seen them. Yes. But I'm excited. There's, like, this new taco place. So Ooh, good. It's so good. Oh, I can't wait. Right. <laughs> yes. But, I, you know, what's exciting about that, I would say, in the past five years, is a lot of that's been student-driven. So when you think about there's, you know, now the Siri Thai um, food truck, like, students were involved in the whole marketing of that. There's so many students um, looking for alternate food options, um, alternatives with vegan and gluten-free and, and things like that. So I think that community feeds off of one another. So really proud that our students are vocal in that. And I think that's made some changes for the whole community as well. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Now, as an alumni and an, an employee, what first attracted you to Fredonia and what's kept you here? Sure. That's a really great question. Um, 
I grew up in the area. Cool story, we have King Concert Hall. Uh, my grandparents had a house on Temple Street, which is right off the side of campus. And Dr. King's house was across the street until they moved it. Believe it or not, my dad sat outside and watched it move all the way downtown so they could build additional buildings on campus. So I grew up with all these stories of what the campus was and what it could be. And plus it was a really communal place. Um, my parents did a great job of taking advantage of the opportunities that we have at Fredonia. So I was a big arts buff. Um, so cool that Alyssa is music. Uh, I was uh, a musical theater. Uh, to chicken to audition totally in my life but was really interested in like the behind the scenes and in, in different ways and my mom um, and I once a year would pick a show to come see at the college so I had this great opportunity in my own backyard to partake in the arts in a really rural area and um, get involved without really knowing that it would be my future. Like most kids, I thought about going somewhere else um, and not necessarily what's right in your backyard. But the reason I really chose it was because it had more than one interest to me. Um, and I give this piece of advice to all students all the time. I hope you pick a place that gives you options, gives you room to grow because you're going to have experiences. So if there's more than one thing that you're interested in that you still feel comfortable in making a change without dramatically having to go search for that somewhere else. Now, sometimes that naturally happens, but um, here at Fredonia, I was interested in business. I was interested in the arts and I just came in liberal arts and said there's enough choices here for me I think I'll find something um, and was was really fortunate in that way and I still think that's why I'm an employee here is because of all the opportunity what's so cool for students is that I ended up writing my own major in arts and business administration before it was truly a major on campus um, so I did I had a concentration in business a concentration in communications and then I did all this practical experience like being a house manager and an usher and working in the ticket office and then helping build programs and do some advertising so I got to play and bring in marketing I was opened to the idea of communications how like departments communicate how the world communicates how inner um, inner relationships happen like that was totally new to me and, and really exciting and I wanted to be all those things right and Fredonia allowed that and we still do right which is so cool there's students studying dance and biology at the same time right so we're small enough to to make those dramatic connections and allow students to get as much hands-on experience to be really marketable in things that they aspire to. And so I love that that has not gone away. I was also fortunate enough that there were enough connections that my senior year I had an internship at Shays with an alum and that led into a job in March. And my faculty were willing to work with me to allow me to go work that job and finish out the rest of my spring semester. And faculty are still like that. And so because those consistent things haven't changed, that is why I still enjoy doing really good work here. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't know that you were into theater and stuff. That's really cool. You've had quite the, the broad set of experiences, um, you know, to be going from between like business management and theater stuff, and then to be able to go to shape, like you've just had some really cool combinations of experiences that, that students just, they strive 
they don't just strive, but like they thrive in those situations where they get to really express all of their creativity and their brain power. So it's really cool that you are, you are able to, and students are still able to hear, um, have that variety of experience. Um, so the last two questions that I have um, have become kind of a tradition here on the Fredcast, and they're for both of you. Um, now I know Erin, you've already kind of shared some advice, but uh, for like new st students and transfer mm -hmm. students. But I'm wondering if, even if it's unrelated to Fredonia at all, if you have um, a piece of advice that you've received that you think's worth sharing. Um, and that's also for you, Alyssa. So a be the best piece of advice you've ever received that's worth sharing. The best piece of advice actually came to me as like a young professional here on campus from another superwoman leader um, that I think is just awesome um, and certainly left her, her mark here, Laura Stonefoot. She was um, kind of like the um, assistant vice president of student affairs. Um, at one time and I before she retired I said to her you know what advice do you have for me and she said I don't have any you're doing it like do good work and people will notice and I think that could be applied to anybody at any time like if you're doing what's good for you and what is generally good then doors open um, or uh, people take notice and and it's okay that it's happening at your own pace. I think it's another way of saying too, like control what you can control, um, what's around you. So um, you're, you're the master here um, of what you're learning and, and your choices. So, so continue to do good work. And, and that's like a conscious choice every day. So if the, for you, that means getting up and going to class, then that's your good work, right? Um, if it means holding the door open for someone, that's your good work. If it's you're ready to take on that leadership position, um, then own that good work and try and do it to the best of your ability. Um, and, and judge yourself based on, on that and not necessarily outwardly by others. So I, I offer that up to all new students um, in any way, um, what what is your work and, and what do you own and, and take that with you. But beyond that, I encourage you to join, like have three experiences, like join a club that just sounds like fun, um, pick an experience or an activity that you're religious about doing to just kind of relieve some stress, and then look for opportunities within your major um, beyond the classroom. So um, specific, those are some real hands-on things, but in life, um, do good work. Love it. Yeah, that's great advice. What about you, Alyssa? Um, I was just thinking about it, and I'm fortunate to have received um, a lot of good advice from family members, friends, colleagues, but I have to say the most impactful advice, um, or clump of advice, I should say, came from um, when I was an RA, my, my residence director who supervised me for two years. Um, her name is Joanna. And she was a huge role model to me on campus. Um, and she would always say, you know, be you, be humble, um, be open-minded. And she would always say, because I would come into the office and it can be really easy to get down on yourself as a student, um, you know, with challenging courses, challenging tests, um, performances, you know, and I, and I created a bad habit of saying, oh, like, I'm really nervous about uh, taking this piano exam or I'm really nervous, I, I'm gonna have a bad lesson. And she would always say, speak good things, you know, into existence and it'll return. So I started getting into the habit of saying like, I'm gonna do the best that I can, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do great, 
um, I'm really going to try and good things are going to happen and to kind of change my mindset. And I, and I really saw a difference in my confidence as a student, um, you know, as in myself, you know, so just speak good things into existence, be open-minded, um, be adventurous and definitely put yourself out here on campus. Um, whether it's your first semester or your last semester, there are so many opportunities, um, within all of the things that you, the hobbies that you've created, the interests that you have, um, as well as discovering new ones. There's there's a ton of opportunity here. So don't be shy and be, you know, put yourself out there and good things will, will return. Perfect. And last but not least, what's your favorite place on campus and why? That one is so hard. I know, there's so many good ones. <laughs> I have been here so long. There's so many. Um, is it weird that I have a favorite tree on campus? I probably, <gasps> so you know. Cool. But, Not at all. What's your favorite okay, tree? Okay, so my favorite tree is located near the door that goes into McEwen from like the Science Center side. Um, so there's like Jewett and McEwen and like the walkway from the residence side there is a beautiful like... Um, it's like a dogwood, but it gets these huge white flowers on it every spring. And it just feels like at the end of a year going by, like it's the restart. Absolutely. And when I walk past there, I'm just always taken aback by like how, how beautiful and how happy it is amongst the cement, like just like such a juxtaposed. And, um, I, I always breathe an an extra, like, smile um a little extra breath and a little smile um when i see it um and it's in bloom but that is like my favorite tree on campus um Th this campus has an amazing like color palette yeah, <laughs> like, there's like everything flowers and every like and i think the first day i stepped foot on campus when i came to interview for my position and I immediately called my mom and was like, I want to live here. Like, I want, I want to be here because it's just so gorgeous and green and open. Um, so I definitely can, I don't, I haven't picked a favorite tree yet, but I'm getting there. Um, awesome. I just love all the colors. I'm with you. Definitely. <laughs> trying to think if I have a favorite tree. I think my favorite set of trees is how um, they, they planted the trees behind um, the residence hall alumni, um, which is also in front of that, that area between alumni and the science. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, you know, I think that's, I could be wrong. I have to bust out some of my Fredonia history, but I think that's pretty much by like a pretty famous landscape artist too Ooh. like i i want to say it's in, if it's not olmstead that's inspired by olmstead um in in regards to that but yeah like there's lots of like like umbrellas of places you know like trees out there places to congregate and relax like the green space is a really healthy use of space mm -hmm. for a number of different reasons and i also like the amphitheater like when the weather's nice to kind of um plop a spot in the amphitheater and listen to the music on one side and people walking on the other and um relaxing is is a great space absolutely i love that there's i i call it weird art but it's, it's just like thought provoking art that's like all over campus. There's the campus just has like a lot of really cool places to like, to think and to experience the campus. So I really appreciate you guys sharing with me 
like your favorite places. Um, I wanted to thank you both again um, for coming and doing this podcast with us today. Thank you, Alyssa, Alyssa Stevens, the resident hall director for Casling and director of new student and transition programs, Aaron Maraschka. And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today for the Fredcast.